Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We're going to recap the National League wildcard game and preview the two ALDS matchups that start tonight. So let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Trevor. Sitting next to him is Jake. And in the corner, producing, we have producer BBD. Wow. We are through the wild card round into mm. the DSs. No elimination game tonight. But people are still going to try to win it. Right, Jake? James. Trevor, BBD, everyone live in the chat. Everyone that's been had liveness mm. watching the games with us. Hope you're doing well. Sorry to all of our Birds fans. Uh, people are calling me the coal mines as I've killed all the Bird teams this year. Oh, ouch. Um, ouch. Tyler O'Neill. That wasn't, that wasn't me out there. That was Tyler. <coughs> Uh, sorry, St. Louis. You guys gave the battle. It was kind of everything we wanted. Schurz, Wayno. Uh, how about Chris Taylor, man? So, yeah, we had fun. We were streaming. Starting to get fatigued. Two games into the postseason. Uh, but it's just getting started, man. And I know we're about to talk about last night. We're going to talk about the AL matchups. Like, this morning was the first time I really processed Houston and the White Sox because it's been lined up for a while and we've talked about those teams, but like now that it's actually here, we know the pitching matchups. We know like what's gonna dictate that series. Like I just found out baseball podcast, I found out it's in Houston they start in Houston. I mean, I, I assume the White Sox had home field because they have that lazy division, but they just got soft on themselves. You know, you're dancing too much during the stimulator. Yeah, dude, wait. So, right? well, at first, I was like, is. we say and that every single show. Sky's blue. Well, at first, I was going to say we say that every single Sun's show. Sun's yellow. But yeah. You're dancing while we say that, so yeah. it's fair game. Uh, yeah, and that's obvious. Trev, how you doing, Big Daddy? New York Trev. Yeah, you know, I'm a little, it's bittersweet today for me. Uh, first thing, it's real sweet. I get to look at BBD during the whole show. Yeah. Usually, I don't get to do that. It's nice. It's nice. You guys have a nice vantage point. Uh, but I'm sad. I'm leaving today. I'm going back to L.A., uh, but I've had a blast here. I um, haven't really got to walk the New York streets as much as I wanted to because we're working. We're here putting content out for you guys, and you guys have showed us so much support. It's actually incredible. I think, James, you want to talk a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, I wanted to let them know. We uh, The two watch-along live streams, our two highest, most viewed, most concurrent viewers, most unique viewers, most everything. So thanks to everyone that's been joining. They're They're staying. We're do, we're going the whole postseason. I think we're taking Saturday off. Trev won't be here tonight. Jake and I, we may have a guest, we may not. That's not to like tease anything. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, well <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I am teased as well. We do not know if there will be a guest with us or not. And only live guests, right? There's no call in guests. No, this I is mean, like... if it's a call in, it's like a FaceTime or yeah. or a phone call. Not like because the it it lags it too much to have someone on there. Yeah, like, exactly. Time with us, so. Thanks to everyone that's been tuning in for those uh, and continue to tune in because we're going to do it. But, yeah, it's awesome to see the growth of Talking Baseball across the board from last year to this year. Comparing numbers is insane. So to everyone that's been uh, – everyone that's a new listener, appreciate you, and we'll get into it. 
We're going to recap the game that just happened last night a little bit, talk about it, probably put 15 minutes on the clock. Then we're going to put 15 minutes on the clock, preview Houston versus White Sox, and then Red Sox versus Rays. Those are the two other games that start today. We will be live tonight at 8 p.m. for uh, Rays and Red Sox. Kind of wish it was switched, but we can't make the 4 o'clock one, so we're doing the 8 o'clock one. We do have a lot of people in the chat uh, asking for Trevor to not wear their favorite team's jersey or they're taking requests for the team they're playing. Yeah. So you can wear – someone just asked who your favorite Giants player is so you could wear – Giants I'll, jersey, probably a long, long go. I would take a long, I would take a long go Giants yeah. jersey for sure. Okay. L- listen, listen, guys. Buy a split jersey, Trev. I we'll fly you back for the World Series, and you buy a split mm. jersey and you wear it. That that breaks the curse, though. I kind of nah, like having maybe this the game get maybe earthquake game gets I mean, canceled. I thought you were working on a split jersey. What happened? Well, that one's too tough. I can't do it. Listen, <laughs> don't give me this power. You think you're yeah. talking shit to me? I'm taking this like I have this power now, and I will take your favorite team, and I will get a jersey, and I will eliminate them yeah. from the playoffs. Like Jake killed all the birds because he's a coal mine. I can't what believe up? you killed all the birds, Jake. It's incredible. Don't make me do it. The bird killer. Bird killer. We should know that picture of uh, the when they when they killed all the birds in China. There's that picture of the kid holding all the dead birds on a string. Oh, that's the, can we what? Photoshop that of Jake with like a blue? <laughs> no, jelly? the answer is a lot I of don't people know don't that know picture. that picture. Oh, okay. You know that picture. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Almost picture. no one listening knows that picture. <laughs> I was, yeah, I, was yeah. I was with you, Gosh, and then I was just, like, wait a minute, no, I haven't yeah, seen. Just that Google four pest campaign images, and it's gonna come up here. So can we Photoshop? This picture of Jake, though. You don't even need what to Photoshop it. That but, kid looks like me. But, but put, like, Cardinals and Blue Jays and Orioles and all the bird teams. Any and you're just, teams. Is this? Just I don't know if this is a good idea. Yeah. This is the first ever episode of Last from the we'll Past that the Jake baseball. and I did. <laughs> okay, uh, they the tried fuck? to kill all the birds in China. It didn't work because then the grubworm population grew and they ate all Yeah, the that's the problem seeds. with ecosystems, yeah. bro. All right, let's get into uh, <laughs> Cardinals-Dodgers wild card game. Brought to you by DraftKings. The over-under, I believe, was uh, seven and a half on this game. And the under hit. At one point, I was on the under, and then I think I got scared because I didn't think either starting pitcher was going to last after seeing Cole. And I was kind of right on both accounts. And we'll get into that. But you can go to DraftKings. Do we have the lines tonight, Jake? Are you able to pull those up? Yeah. I'm interested to see what they have as the lines for tonight. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. You can throw $1 on any NFL game, and then you win $100 in free bets if any team scores a point. That's promo code JOMBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you find him? Both over-unders are seven and a half. Uh, Both home teams are favored. Okay. (sighs) I like one of them's going to hit. They're both not going to go under. What would you take? I think I'm taking over in Houston. I think that's the the chalk play. I feel like you almost want to switch it. Reversing Mm. the chalk. Yeah, I'd go. I like the over in Boston, Tampa tonight. No name. That doesn't make any E-Rod. sense, though. Yeah, but it's it's and like Boston, happen. Tampa's throwing McClanahan. He's a kid. Yeah, 
gosh dang. All right. And their lineup's scary. Where do you guys want to start? Obviously, we had a walk-off win. Mm. Uh, we had a pitcher's duel, but neither starting pitcher gave, like, a pitcher's duel line on their personal stat page. Do you have anything that jumps out? Do we want to go chronologically through the game? I don't think we're going to want to get into a routine of doing that every time. Big moments. Juan Soto was there. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that the Cardinals came out, put the run on the on the board in the first inning, and it looked like, hey, this is going to be a, this is going to be a fight. And I think that was that started the game out right for all of us as viewers. It was like, okay, like this isn't going to be the Dodgers, you know, walloping. Like here come here come the Cardinals, and they they kind of manufactured it, and it was. The Tommy Edmond devil magic, as uh, people are putting it. But I think their inability to push more runs across. The the longer the game, I mean, obviously this is hindsight now, but the longer the game went without them getting a lead, it was the Dodgers more and more were in favor there. It's, it's funny looking back how this game played out and how it felt because St. Louis was up for so – St. Louis had the lead for the first four innings, then they get tied up, and then it's tied into the ninth. And, hey, you know, or Chris, you know, a good Alex Reyes pitch from being talking about how they took the Dodgers to extra in a 1-1 game. There was a little waking up today. They scored on a wild pitch pass ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Cardinals never drove in a run. They didn't have an extra base hit. They didn't have a double. They didn't have a homer. They didn't have triple. Hmm. Um so, there's a lot of Cardinals fans that probably woke up this morning, and Reyes, you know, Jim, you talked about the Cardinals forums a little bit. Just knowing Reyes' season, that's a guy that in a playoff game, I, I don't know if you're excited about for him to give up the homer. That hurts, and I feel like a lot of Cardinal fans lean into that. That being said, I, I think you can also spin that if there's one decision you question, and we did this during the live stream, it was Wayno getting pulled yep. when he did uh, because Garcia comes out, and what an effort by him, man. Uh, he, Luis Garcia, got gross on a Dodgers lineup, 1.2 in a playoff game. That's nasty. No Gall- strikeouts is odd to me but he because he looks so nasty. But he looked yeah. good. Uh, and then Gallegos comes out. He looks really good in his inning. That's where you wonder what was known before and what was known after. Gallegos hurts his fingernail. He can't pitch anymore. Yeah. So, Schilte still throws him back out there because he knows that Roberts is going to go with the lefty. Roberts does that, so then he goes to McFarland, so a little Trojan horse action. And then McFarland comes in. He looks solid. Yep. Belly, man. Your guy, Belly, I think end of the day is the key to this game. A couple swipes, he gets on second, and that's when the gopher ball comes. Now, Chris Taylor's got to hit it. but And then I think, so that bullpen domino effect, if they let Wayno go for six, 6.1, A, you get the playoff pitching line you're looking for, and B, then you probably didn't have to go to Reyes yet. So you guys kind of disagree because Trev thinks they should have taken Wayno out early. Well, either, either way. You have to. Either way, I said if you're going to pinch, or if you're going to let him hit in whatever that inning was, top six I think it was then he can't be out of the game just because he has to face turn Justin Turner again or just because he gives up one base runner. If you want to keep him in that game, that means you want him to get through that inning. So I'm okay with them leaving him in there. Or more. I think more for me, I would have taken him out and pinch hit because you got to score runs, dude. 
you can't you don't want to get into a pitcher's duel with the Dodgers in the bullpen that they have. I know that the Cardinals like some of their guys in the bullpen. They don't they didn't know Gallegos' finger was going to get hurt. That's get the biggest that, thing. Who was on the bench? Like who could who would they have pinch hit? Because there's Bader on first and two outs, right? So I agree with you, you gotta keep Bueno in, but this really comes down to for me, Gallego's finger fucked him because yeah. he could have won another inning. He threw twelve pitches. He looked nasty. Mm. He did get uh two hard hit balls by uh Turner or, or uh, is it Turner and Turner or is it Seeger and Turner? Who was it? Turner lined out to DeYoung, who made the jumping catch. Yeah. And then there was another one before that that was kind of hard hit. Uh, Trey Turner hit a single. Um, uh, Will Smith lined out. But Gagos looked nasty. I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't hear the finger stuff. I didn't see it on my way home. Because I was yeah. looking. I was like, dude, what that? Yeah. McFarland didn't look good. I rewatched it. I'm making the breakdown now. He, he threw like all balls and. Uh, Albert roped one to center, and Sousa roped one to center yeah, as well. Three O pitch. Yeah, um, and then he walked Cody with. I don't know. I've never seen him pitch a lot, but sometimes those slow sinker ball pitchers aren't for me out of the pen anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not like I think he's supposed to look kind of yeah like well that. he yeah he was throwing a lot of balls. Every count yeah. went to three balls, but and you know once Gallegos is out, yeah, they had time to get. Um, Flaherty up, someone else up. Frace is as bad as every Cardinals fan made him out to be. And then instantly for him to come in and give it up. Yeah. It feels like the dugout and the managers and the Cardinals should have also known that. So I feel like they didn't pivot from the get Gago's finger well enough. The Wainwright stuff I get, but if they were to have Gago's for two, uh, and then who's been closing for them? Gago's has been closing for them. Gago's. Yeah, so that's for him the for thing. Two. They, they were kind of set up to for they, nine. They and then the finger stuff. They happened. went in with their chips in route, pulling Wayno there, and that's where we were all we were watching this live. Wayno was also finding it. Wayno was getting better. Yeah, he was. and that's the thing. This isn't like this isn't their twenty four year old pitcher who this is his first time throwing hundred sixty innings. This is Wayno, dude. Like this dude could put up a buck twenty easily and just ha- snap Uncle Charlie all day. So, like Trev said, if if you leave him in for that at bat, and you're right, I mean two outs, runner on first, but still, this is a playoff baseball game. If you get a hit there, you kick it to the top of your lineup and Tommy yeah, Edmond and his devil magic, I've, or let Wayno go. I have a question for you. Yes. If Justin Turner's solo homer in the fourth did not come. On a curveball, does Wayno stay in the game? Now, in our notes here that Erica put together for us, uh, apparently he's thrown 451 curveballs in the mm-hmm. postseason, and that was the first time one ever got hit for a home run off of him. And we're saying, we're, I agree with you, the curveball was looking sharp. It was getting yes. better and better. He was leaning on better. it more and more. If Turner hit you know, a fastball or a changeup out, does that change it at all? And you're like, well, you got, the, or it does a fact of, but he got the curve last time. Probably I, not. It's probably all premeditated. But think, but think about this: one pitch out of 551. Yeah, I know. So like, you'll take those odds that he's probably not going to yeah. do it. Again. They, they don't know that, but they just know he got the curve, and that's the pitch. I mean, they know they know this. They know his curveball is his pitch, and that it doesn't get hit for homers. But I, I just don't understand that whole thing, like. And this kind of goes to show how, why the Dodgers are so good because you're like, who are they going to pinch hit? I guess it's Lars Newtbar. I, I don't know who their bench. Newtbar, Carpenter's they, Yeah, there. Carpenter's there. They don't have a guy like a Chris Taylor on the bench who was 20 and 73. And, you know, I know he was in a prolonged slump there, but, like, he's still a guy. 
Okay. He's an all-star. Yeah, like he's a guy, and they have, and and they could go on and on and on with their guys. They bring off the bench, and I think the Cardinals maybe maybe that was factored in. Like we don't have that deep of a bench, even though we they probably had seven or eight guys on it. They didn't trust him. Yeah, they have Newt Bar who had a Bars. decent stretch as a as a rookie, but I think his pitch hitting numbers are like bad. Because yeah, Cardinals fans tell us out. who they would have went to. It's got to be Newt Bar, right? Yeah, I guess. But, yeah. All right, Dodgers side of the ball. They show off their arsenal of bullpen believers in one game. They pull Max in the fifth with a hilarious forced handshake and give me the ball from Roberts. And I actually love the move from Roberts. I understand people don't like it because Scherzer can't be touched and I'm in the zone. But it kind of sets a precedent right off the rip. Hey, you're new to this team, Max. You haven't been here for the postseason. I'm going to make these decisions. Yeah. And I'm going to go to Joe Kelly, Gratterall, Trinan, um, Kniebel, and Jansen, and they're all going to look nasty. Nasty. And you're going to give me the ball right now. And then another flex, having Urias just warming up. Ready. Like you, oh, oh, as, you, as, what are you going to do? As our dude Jay Flair's just chilling in a hoodie, and it's like, get him up. Even the the sight of it is scary, and I think that makes a difference. But yeah, it's just again the Dodgers' depth is ridiculous, man. And that's why they're that's why they're so good. That's why they're so freaking good. The game finally started when Pujols came in. As finally started. Knowledge, uh, so that was fun. Yeah, man. I mean, it's the Dodgers. I, there's a weird feeling that we're just going to be sitting here first week in November saying, "Oh yeah, they're the best team." Um, because yeah, like you're. AJ Pollock and Chris Taylor are like, eh, pieces for them. They'd be main guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of other teams. Um, and it's just like, well, if we got to start one or sub the other one in, it's fine. They they are stacked. Um, Mookie Betts with the bare hand snag. That's a, we forgot. That's we a said fun no play. one's going to be talking about that. We're talking about that. I forgot about it. Um, Thank you. Well, they didn't have a lot of guys on. Um, Second or third, is that what you're saying, Cardinals? Like, that would have put him on second base. At least. At least. Depending on how far it rolled, yeah. They, uh, man, the Cardinals were 0 for 11 with with guys in running position, runners in scoring position. Um, Justin Turner, man, he, yes. he deserves all the love. If he doesn't hit that, if he doesn't hit that solo dong or say he catches it a little off the end of the bat and it's a fly ball caught at the warning track, now... And that's where this Wayno stuff gets me kind of mad, man. I mean, that that would have been 5.2 shoddy. Like, this, just because Justin Turner, who's one of the, you know, a premier player in baseball, yeah. has played in a lot of big games. Like, that's his, that's Wayno's one blemish against this Dodgers team. This Wayno start could go down as one of the better starts in the playoffs against this Dodgers team. I don't know. It's a fun game, man. Fun. F- I mean, I know we're missing some other stuff. Um, the Carlson on the Miss Bag thing was interesting. Hmm. Could have uh, been something. Could have been something, but just an excellent game. Um, I cannot believe that the Dodgers and the Giants have never met in the postseason. I got a history lesson from our boy Chris Rose. He said that some baseball historians say they have met in the postseason, but not technically in a series, which is what, I don't understand. What one that, game playoff? I don't. I, I don't know. They were in the same um, league, 
when they were in New York and there was no championship series. So it was like the top. They couldn't. They were just in pennant races all the time. Do you know what I told Chris? What? You're old. I said, dude, you said the last time that they maybe have met was like in 1960. This is a huge deal. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Jansen, Kenley. Gross. Going through that at bat where Wayno was in the dugout being like, he's walking you just to hold yeah. up the fours. And, he struck and uh, they get <laughs> they get the runner to second, which we know Kenley doesn't love. And then he just goes high heater, 3-2 pitch, right? Yeah. High heater. It's a badass. Struck out the side. Yeah. Um, that's gross. Yeah, shout out to Joe Kelly, man. That, that guy always finds a way into a big game. Joe Kelly coming in to relieve Scherzer. In a moment where if if he gives up something, Dave Roberts looks bad, Scherzer goes nuts, Dodger season becomes a question. Joe Kelly was lights out, Bruce Starr with the five pitch inning. I mean Unbelievable. These guys are good. And we um you know the other play, the the Garcia play out in the swinging bunt, or was it a bunt? I think it was a swinging bunt where he took the ball away from Yachty. Yeah. Almost blew up Goldschmidt's arm. Yeah. On the throw up the line, but they make that play. These are all these little things, man, that could have been changed the game. Uh, but Dodgers get it. And this seems right, right? Yep. Feels like the right thing happened. Yeah. Yep. We were we weren't rooting for the Cardinals. A little bit. Uh you know. I chose the Dodgers. My buddy Jack. If it wasn't for Jack and I was going strictly for who I thought was gonna actually gonna win the game, I would go Dodgers. Obviously, I think that's pretty Dodgers Giants needed to happen. Yeah. All right, so the last fun tidbit from this is that Chris Taylor joins an exclusive club, walk-off homers in a winner-take-all game, um, postseason game. Edwin Encarnacion, 2016, in the wild card, in the wild card game. Booney, 2003. Chambliss, 1976. And Mazeroski, 1960. There's been walk-off homers to like win the world series or to advance like obviously Altuve's done it against the Yankees but those were in game 6 do or dies yeah. yeah Joe Carter yeah all right let's pivot mm. should do our classic pivot noise pivot yeah. mm-hmm. boom sounds like a pivot american league divisional series Four o'clock start. White Sox, Astros. Mm. I wonder if they regret their decision there. MLB. Anyway. You think this is a bigger market game than Boston? What do you mean? Rays fans are going to get mad at me. But, yes, the Rays bring zero fans. And so now you're just relying on the Red Sox. Boston. I thought TV ratings were okay down there. For a uh, for a few years, for like re- Astros yeah. fans, and, I think, and players have complained about having the early playoff games. And the White too, Sox so complained about it. Last now that year. it ended up not being Yankees, I wonder. Shadows, man, that's a real thing. But yeah. it's at, it's at Houston, so there won't be any shadows. I I think I, I don't remember. I mean, they, they have the they have the roof. There could yeah. there's the windows there though. I don't know. I don't think there's shadows there. We got the old man managers. We've been talking about this for like three months on the show. Dusty Baker versus Tony La Russa. They don't like each other. They have like a long history of beef uh, dating back to the seventies when they were teammates, which is crazy. Jeez, amazing. They should crazy. probably both let that go. They're I think they liked old. each other when they played. Larusa gave him his first coaching job, but then I think after that, after that, I think it started when they were both managers. They'd be 
been beefing, man. We got Quentin saying, yes, there will be shadows. So I guess the sun pokes through those windows, man. That's something to look for. What did uh, Yelly call it when that happens in Milwaukee? It is a jungle. Jungle on the mound. Horse shit. What's that? Horse shit. Horse shit. That's a good word. Good baseball word. They met in the 2005 World Series? Wow. Yep. Can anybody remember the last play from that? Because I strangely do. No. No. Ground ball to Juan Uribe, I want to say. Mm. Charging in on it, slow roller. Tell everyone what Juan Uribe is famous for. A huge cock. Yeah. Huge. No. Everybody knows that. Coke Said, can. You seen it? I haven't seen it. Just Who heard through the grapevine. It's like a Coke can in his pants. Uh, all right, what do we got? This is an interesting. Baker and Larusa are 104 and 104 against each other. Mm. Wow, so this game decides it all. Yep. In regular season matchups, we have on the So this won't even count? Damn. Baker won their only matchup in the postseason when his Giants beat Larusa's Cardinals in the 2002 NLCS. Interesting stuff. You know, I said earlier today that if it wasn't for Giants-Dodgers and, like, how kind of historical it is because it apparently has never happened but kind of happened, I think this is the most interesting series for me. Like, these two teams matching up, I think is going to be probably – I'm hesitant to say the best baseball, but I think it's going to be the best baseball series of the DS. I – so as we found out with the stimulator, finding out that this was in Houston – I actually like that for the White Sox, and that's not to be like, uh, obviously not to not to get the headline or the clicks because we literally don't do that. Um, if you let the Astros and their experience come into the series, because we've talked about these two teams a lot, they're they're both wagons, man. Their lineups are stacked one through eight. Mm. Uh, they've got pitching. Uh, the White Sox bullpen probably has a little bit of an advantage on the Astros, but Dusty has a plan, and he has guys. He's probably going to kick Urquidy back there for a couple innings. He's done that before. We love experience, and this Houston team just has so much of it that I actually like the White Sox going into Houston with kind of that road dog mentality, like we got to get one. We got to get one. That's all we got to do. If Houston was coming in... To Chicago and Houston took game one, I'd be like, I think the series is done. Like, I just think Houston has too much experience. Houston would be licking their lips to go up to nothing and take it back to Houston. Like, the White Sox can lose tonight and everything's kind of okay. Like, okay, Houston got us game one in Houston. That's fine. Let's get them tomorrow, bring it back, bring it back to Chicago. So I kind of like that for them in this in this little five game set and Oh, there's going to be some meat on the mound, boys. You want to, you want to be the road team? Because you think if you win one of the first two games, then you have a three-game series and you got home field For advantage. For this White Sox team with a lot, you know, they've got some playoff experience. I like that for them. Okay. I think Houston, if they come in as the hungry dogs to Chicago. Mm, hungry. If, if they took game one, like, I think that's it. I think. If Houston takes game one? If it had been in Chicago. <laughs> okay, it's not. That's, that's why I, I was explaining to you guys the whole situation. It's a listening show, too. I was trying. I, I was. It was tough to follow that, but we're good. Game one. Jim, what are you thinking? Uh, I, like, have the opposite. Of what I was trying to follow. If Houston wins today, 
they're winning. The only chance White Sox have is if they win okay. game one. Yes, we do disagree. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know, but I just think this Houston's is going to be great so baseball. so good, man. And, and White Sox, they had their one game last year against the A's. Mm. It was kind of weird. It was like at, it was at like noon for them, so the whole thing probably didn't feel like a playoff experience at all. Mm-hmm. It was at noon in Oakland with no fans. As far as I'm concerned, they haven't really like been birthed into a playoff atmosphere. Now they're going to Houston, where those fans are, I mean, as loyal and diehard as possible because they have to stand by the uh, Astros mm-hmm. through everything that went has been going down, and Altuve. Is like unbelievable in first games of the postseason. Mm. Trying to pull together his stats now, but I think he's like hitting five eighty. If I had to guess, it's like five eighty with six home runs in the first four playoff games uh, for the last five years or something like that. He's just unbelievable. Mm. Altuve wins series these DS series in game one a lot. Okay, mm. D- game one of the DS in twenty seventeen. Three for four with three homers. Game one of the DS in 2018, uh, he had a one for four with the homer. 19, one for five with the two-run homer. And then last year, they walked him twice. He got an RBI uh, walk because they were like, we don't want to lose to him in game one. So just watch out for Altuve. I don't know, man. This is, like I said, this is just going to be a – Great baseball series. I think these teams just match up well. I mean, you look, I think, I'm looking at the notes here that Erica gave us, and the one thing that's standing out to me is the White Sox defense. Tony LaRusso called it atrocious. Mm. They can't defend against stolen bases. That's not good. Love Tony hyping his guys. He says they're atrocious. I think, I mean, that could be the he difference. He went on record and said that. That's apparently, because it's in quotes. <laughs> the word atrocious is in quotes. Uh, I think it might come down to something like that because both these lineups, like you said, Jakey, are stacked. Then yeah. I like the starting pitching that's going to come from both these teams, and both bullpens are good. I think you know people are going to be talking about the White Sox bullpen and all the guys they have back there, Kimbrell um, and Hendricks at the end of the game, and then the younger guys setting it up. But like if you look at what the Astros got, I mean, Ryan Press, he's been there, done that. Stanek, and they traded for Graveman, or Keedy, like you said, is going to be back there. So it's... This is just good baseball. And like and and to your point again, Jim, Houston like watching a playoff game in Houston is going to be great. This their fans, you have to give it to them. They are very good fans. They show up, they're loud. I'm excited to watch this one. Houston's hit Lance around a little bit the last couple years. One start this year, four innings. Uh gave a 5-6. Last year two starts, 11 innings, 16 earned runs. Something like that. So, we'll see if they got something on Big Lance or if they just love them heaters. But, uh, I don't know. Don't bet against Houston. Yeah. So, Altuve in game ones of DSs since 2017 is a 411 batting average, five home runs in four games, eight RBIs. Game one of divisional series. Just kind of comes to play. Not bad. So take uh, the Altuve over uh, one home run. Yeah. I believe, BBD, we took him in the homer draft, right? Yep. By we, I mean you. But I would have suggested it because I'm guessing you you knew what I knew. 
Um, well, it's just vibes. Yeah. Also, you know, he hits fastballs and stuff, and Lance is fastball heavy. What's what's doing it for me, Trev? Is we've been saying forever. There's two things I've been saying forever. The the CS goes through Houston, and that the uh, AL Central is just a soft division, and they are softer in the playoffs. Yeah. So I would love the White Sox to win. I want to see the White Sox win. I'll cheer for them. But I don't think it's going to happen unless they, like, really put an exclamation mark today. We're going to be different than AL Central teams of late. I, I just don't think – I mean, I know what you're saying. I get it, but I just don't think it has any credence. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is, this is a baseball team, and they're really good. I know the other teams weren't as good. Well, I think but they, they didn't play every single game against those teams. You know what I mean? Well, that's the problem. It, they have they have a losing record. I against. know, but they also remember without a lot of these guys. They were Luis Robert wasn't there. Eloy yeah. Jimenez wasn't there. Like they it's were true. banged up during the year. I think this is a completely different team. I put all that talk behind. This isn't the Twins. I know that's kind of what we think about. Like Yankees just beating the crap out of the Twins every year. But I like this team. I I, I honestly. Tell me who's going to win this series. I don't know. I picked the Astros, but that's just because I had to pick somebody. Yeah, it's is the torch passed? Because if if the White Sox win this, like they are the beast of the East going forward, beast of the East. Um, if the if Houston wins, it continues. Like you you said a couple episodes ago, like this this Houston team. You know, a lot of us have 2017 memories and cheating scandal. Blah blah. blah. By the start of next year. You know, Springer and Correa could be gone. Springer like, gone. That's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be all in the rear view. Yeah. And there's only someone said six players from two thousand seventeen. Five or six. Yeah, they're pretty core pieces though. They're core pieces, one hundred percent. And you know that <laughs> I know people are you know, they hate on them, but those are the guys that are gonna lead the young guys in this postseason and tell them how to act and what to expect and I think that's a huge advantage where like you, you know, you said earlier, Jim, like a lot of these White Sox playoff experiences coming from 2020, which wasn't a real type of yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, if you're like gonna watch Astros baseball for the first time, uh, like or playoff baseball, or this new Astros team for the first time, say you're getting into baseball, you never really picked up from last postseason. Here's what you got to know: Carlos Gray is a heel, and if there's a big moment, oh baby, he will crush your soul. Yes, Framber. Awesome. Wears a small glove, <laughs> has a huge head, and he's awesome. Yes. And Luis Garcia is just, like, super cool and badass on the mound. I like that. So there you go. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to say something Do else. we do totally predictions? Forgot. Do we want to do, like, stupid predictions? We did it on the brackets. For oh, I want to... Point this out. You're sticking with. I mean, uh, sticking with it. We all took the Astros. I think we're all Houston. Got them in four. How how weird is this though? They say Carlos Rodon, yeah, is only allowed to pitch one time during the DS. So he's on the roster, but they're giving him a one outing limit. That was uh, as of like yesterday. I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, don't they just want Lynn and Giolito if they have guys that pitch twice? I don't think he's talking. I don't think they're talking about starting. I think it's like a like a bullpen situation for him. But he's got a sore shoulder and one time. Why give that information out? I don't know. I guess it looks like the current plan would be to use a Rodon Rodon in game four 
So that way, and Dylan Cease, who also has been nasty this year, you have Cease available for a potential game five out of the pen, maybe, but we'll get there. A lot to happen. Interesting. Next. Rays at Red Sox. Game one. Not at. Rays versus Red Sox. Game one tonight. We will be live watching it, reacting to it, discussing it, drinking out of our dugout mugs. They're sponsoring Mm. our whole basically postseason run, everything we do here. Uh, We got the whole collection. The, like, set looks good, BBD. All those mugs right in between Mm. all the chairs. It looks great. Uh, you know, if you're following, you know Dugout Mugs has been with us since the start. They're giving away free products all playoffs long. All you have to do is film yourself drinking from any Dugout Mug product, post it, tag them on social media, and you are entered to win more products. If you don't have anything from Dugout Mugs, they're giving you two great discounts to buy something now so you can enter the giveaway. They got 30% off their best products, including... Their new metal dugout mug with code TALKIN. They're also letting you get a knob shot shot glass for free at dugoutmugs.com slash TALKIN. You just got to pay for the shipping and handling. They have an awesome awesome collection of products from Dugs. From Dugs. From Dugs. Yeah. Dugs. Yep. Products from mugs, wine glasses, bottle openers, and shot glasses, all made from baseball hats. Uh, they will be riding with us the entire playoffs, so make sure to get in on the fun and support our friends over at Dugout Mugs. Code TALKING to get 30% off all their best products. Red Sox going to the trap. Yes. Excited? Yeah. Trap going to be loud? I think so. They packed it Probably in for the Red Sox. No. I'm just saying they're going to be Red Sox fans. Well, there. dude, at the Fenway, there's a lot of Yankees fans, which is kind of weird. Not a lot of Cardinals fans at Dodger Stadium. Trop's going to be rowdy. I think we've we've seen most recent playoffs with fans. The Trop got pretty rowdy for their Rays, and I think they've got more energy now. Like I maybe we're too close to the situation, but Brett Phillips becoming a thing and being a local Tampa guy. Like I think that speaks down there. I think like okay, Glass now. Is like a part of Tampa culture. Like he's he's at lightning games. He's on the big screen. That's a mm. rowdy crowd. That kind of stuff. Like I think you're gonna see a good Tampa crowd. And that was that was kind of when was that? Three years ago, two years ago when that first happened, and everyone was like, Wait, so you guys can do this? It just doesn't happen. They had what, that day wild card game? And it was one of the more rowdy environments you've seen. So Tampa's gonna roll out. Um I don't know. Division rivals. Tampa beat them. What was it, BBD? 11. They went 11 and 8 against them in the regular season. 11 and 8 against them. Same record they had against the Yankees. Uh, Also, you mentioned Brett Phillips left off the the DS roster. More more time to cheer. Yeah. You think they're going to take the tarps off those uh, seats up there? They have the third deck and they're always tarped. You've got to be able to claim a sellout. How you can't claim a sellout if you're if you're offering All those your tickets. Seats are available. Interesting. That's we'll the see. Oakland Death. Game That's five. the uh, Oakland Coliseum way. Mm. No, yeah. Oakland Coliseum way. You just let like a section out. The section behind home plate is now available. <sighs> then you do that. Uh, Trev, I have a question for you. Looking at the way the Rays are doing their rotation, they're all rookies. Yep. Shane McClanahan and uh, and both names Shane. Shane. Dude, the Rays are gross. They're always doing weird shit. Two rookies named Shane are their starting pitchers. Yeah. They had two guys named L-O-W-E on their roster, and they had a third who was one of their top prospects, L-O-W-E. Yeah. 
That's how it is, man. They got McClanahan, McKay. They just, I think they got analytics that are elementary. Names sound similar. They like it. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> that's such bullshit, dude. The Rays. Both these guys have the same pitch mix. Do you think that helps or does it not matter at all? Like if you're facing a guy who's um, fastball slider, curve, change, and then you're, the next time you're facing a guy who's cutter, change up slot, you know, or or then you're facing Wayno who's curved more, or then you're facing Tanaka who's split finger and it's like different versus two starting pitchers, same pitch mix. I know they're all nasty, but I'm wondering if there's anything to that. Talking about the Shanes? The Shanes. Well, the one's lefty, one's righty. That's different. Um, but, you know, it is – everyone's different. You know, the vantage point is different. What their ball does is different. So I, I don't think it's – although the Rays have, we've talked about this, put a knuckleballer in between their starters and all their levels because that does mess with you. So maybe there's something to be said about that. But I, I don't think, like, if I'm facing – Four seam slide. I mean, this is just a typical pitch mix, you know, so it kind of isn't like you're going to get any advantage from facing these guys back to back or something like that. Yeah. I just, I know they're, they're opposite, but two guys, and most guys are fastball dominant anyway, but fastball slider being like 70% of the pitches. I think it is a big point to talk about how they're all rookies. Oh, yeah. Huge point. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. You see guys that aren't rookies, but it's their first big postseason game. Mm And, and you know, get a little shaky. Who was it? It was McKay, right? Two-way McKay? Two-way McKay. He had a game, a big game against the Yankees, 19, where he was just, like, shaking. And obviously, Jay Happ did it, and he was a He's a veteran. veteran. Yeah, you'd, it's, it's a different stage. And, I mean, man, the Wizard of Boz, Shane Boz, I mean, he has 13.1 major league innings. Yeah. Um. So, again, this is the Rays viewing things completely differently. Um, How many? Say that again. 13.1. MLB innings, starting game yes. two. Starts. Yeah. The Rays, Well, the, com- the combined staff has, like, 40 starts. They believe in talent. Um, McClanahan and Boz may be the two most talented pictures in their organization right now. So they're going to give them the pill. He's 24 years old and 22-year-old. Um, Boz, I think, was he Team USA this year? Did he go over? He might have been. I think he might have. Um, but, yeah, if the Rays do make noise, I mean, one of these Shanes is going to be a breakout star, uh, flip a coin. Or, again, the Rays were the best team in the American League this year. If the Rays, like... Go to the World Series. Hell, if the Rays win the World Series, which is an insanity. I mean, that's that's kind of what they do. Like now, next year's Rays are going to have Shane McClanahan, Shane Boz, as twenty-five and twenty-three-year-olds that have pitched in the playoffs, a World Series, maybe. Uh, they're just building a factory. Patino, the twenty-one-year-old, gets kicked to the pen. Uh, so yeah, that's Ray's baseball. Player. I think they might use him in game three if they use that dude. Who's Drew Rasmussen? Yeah, if he comes out of the pen game one or two, I think they just go Patino game three. But I don't know. Who knows what the Rays are going to do? Yeah, you know, remember they can do whatever. Shane Shane McClanahan made his debut in the in the playoffs last year. Yeah, so like they don't <laughs> yeah. care. Um, yeah, you know, one good thing about having three rookies start for you. Take the ball away from him in the second inning, and they're not going to yeah. say anything. So Cash is excited about that. He's going to be like itching to get out there. Third inning, now, uh third round pick, uh, center fielder Shane 
Sasaki. He's okay. shaning it over there. Just seeing how many more Shanes they got in their uh, stupid. Uh, okay. My neighbor growing up is named Shane. Shane Morales. Mm. Played football at Oregon State. I, uh, Beavs. I've said this a lot this year. Just want to say it again before the series start. I love this Rays lineup compared to other Rays teams. Uh, Joey Wendell's hitting eighth. That guy, that man is a pest. Um, he is a playoff baseball player. Go look at Zanino's season behind the dish. That's insane. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, Brandon Lau is not a guy you think of as a 39 homer hitter. He is. A Rosarena, the best ever. Uh, Wander Franco, a guy that <laughs> might have some of the talent to actually become <laughs> like an all-time player. He's 20 years old. Let's see what he does in a playoff series. Nelson Cruz, Austin Meadows. These Rays are going to be tough, man. Holy smokes, they are going to be tough. I'm, I, I can't believe that I'm like rooting for Devers and Verdugo to just torment these Rays. I That's guess a good I question. Yeah, who do you want to win? Dude, the White Sox. I don't want this is a Yankees <laughs> nightmare. It's the Astros, the Rays, and the Red Sox. One of those three teams is going to be in the CS. I, I I want the White Sox to be there, but it's going to be one of it's not going to be the White Sox. They're my fourth yeah. on the list. <laughs> but that's who I want the most. Uh the other low brother or the other low in the Rays system, Josh Lowe, he's their number one ranked triple A player. Nate Lowe's brother. Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously. They definitely drafted Bilal because he thought he was also a relative. Yeah. <laughs> Family. They're like, we're drafting all three brothers. We got your and brothers. Brandon Lau was like, I pronounce it Lau. And they were like, you pronounce it different than your brothers? And they're like, what? Those aren't my brothers. Low. Ray's advanced analytics is just a nameology guy. <laughs> oh, man. Want to go over the lineups a little bit? How do the Red Sox win? The the Rays score early. See, the Rays are are primed for a DS. Where they get in trouble with this philosophy of no starting pitchers and all rookies and not built up innings and never have pitched this many pressure pitches like in a row is it come the CS in the World Series is when it starts to tire them out. They start to burn some relievers or get them in bad grooves because they're relying on so many. Mm. But a five game series, the Rays are nasty. Yeah, I agree. And like you know, you typically say like, "Hey, man, like go get the starter before you get to that bullpen, or or go get into that bullpen because the starter's nasty." But no, it's like all the same. Yeah. So like you just got to go. I think the long, similar to it, where the Cardinals needed to score early because the longer the game went tied, the less their chance of winning was because of the depth. I think it's the same thing for the Red Sox. Although, gosh, their bullpen looked really good against the Yankees, but. I think if the game goes later on and it's tied or the Rays are up one, I think it's it's they need to go early. Yeah, because of that, because they can change guys at any time. They don't care. Like, do you think the Ra- the Red Sox are saying just attack? Like, why work pitches? You don't even need to. Just like if you see first pitch fastball, get after it. If you just attack, like, you know, a lot of times with even Scherzer and Wayno, it's like see some pitches. Let's get them out. Or, or definitely with Wayno. The Dodgers have a pen, but do you think the Red Sox might come out swinging first inning? I think it's a good point. You know, you're not going to face it. Most of the time, you're not going to even face them a second time. Yeah. So even the starters, you might only face once. Like the bottom half of the lineup might only face the starter once, depending. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about, like, getting pitches on them, except that does put, come into effect 
in the next game and the game beyond that. You know, you want to you want to put some miles on mile, mileage on their arms, games, but in the and that's again yeah, more seven, for the yeah. seven game series. But, but yeah, you definitely approach series, it like you that. You just got to get them. Yeah. Red Sox side of things, man. Uh, be the Red Sox. Have your lineup be scary. Have the meat of that lineup. Schwarber, Kike, Devers, Bogarts, JD. We're assuming he's back. For Dugo, Renfro, have them be scary. Have them be tough for any pitcher to get through. And hey, if you can sneak one out tonight, I was like, Erod's got four starts against Tampa this year. Um, a mixed bag is what they'd say on a broadcast. A uh, couple good, couple bad. If they could sneak one out tonight, you are looking at the Red Sox with Sale and Evaldi back to back. Yeah. Um, so I mean that that becomes their easy formula for a five game set. Bobby Dahlbeck. We said Joe West might come into play yesterday in the National League wildcard game. He didn't really at all. Um some pitches, but I don't think it I was thought it was good. I thought the AL wildcard was uh, more inconsistent. I don't think it benefited one side over the other, but it was just inconsistent strikes on. I thought Joe West was fine. Did they have his umpire card out? That thing? But tonight, does the trop come into play? That's the mm. X factor. Ooh. Joe West might have been the X factor. The trop is the X factor. Uh, does a ball get lost in the lights? I don't think that happens because they're both teams that it's a both uh, AL East teams. The Red Sox are used to the trop and play there a lot. Does a ball hit a catwalk? Does a speaker come into effect? Do the lights start flashing? Does the <laughs> does the do the lights go out? Does the trop rear its ugly head? I'm rooting for yes. Mm. The quicker we can get to uh, no more baseball in the trop, the better. So I'm rooting for tons of problems with the trop. Okay, mm. I'm rooting for it to be like the headline tomorrow. When will we stop playing baseball in the trop? And then they'll be like, well, when are we going to stop having a giant green wall in that field that has a ladder? On it, I like odd. I like I I like odd uh, ballpark dimensions and quirky. That's like, weird that you don't like the drop. Then you should love the drop. That's the weirdest place in baseball, almost. It's just not a baseball. It's not a baseball stadium. stadium. I like weird ball like outfield they had a weird wall. They they Those tried are, to do cookie cutter stadiums with all the same outfield distance in the eighties, and people hated it. Said it was boring. I don't know. But man. Like, I feel uh, like there's a couple of different parks. Maybe catching you hate a them ricochet all. off the catwalk. Name another park that happens, although it did just happen in Minute Maid. Yeah. It's the only two. I don't know if you can get it to Seattle's mm. dome. I don't think so. I can. It's pretty, I think you might be able to. But, yeah, obviously and it comes to play more. And fans were like, it doesn't happen that much. It's like it happens so much. Like not happening a lot is like two times a season. Yeah. Think about it happens the, like at least once a month. Think about a thirty foot wall in left field that has a ladder and somebody inside of it still doing the scoreboard. It's a weird thing there too, man. That that affects the game. If they could, I push, argue that affects the game much more than the trops affects the game. Yes, yes, but I'm okay with park factor and like weird home run walls. Now, obviously, just like I want Little League to move the fence back, if Fenway had the ability. To move the monster back like 20 feet but still have the monster, I think everyone would be like, this is better. 20 feet, huh? I think hitters would be like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, maybe 10. I don't know. A little bit. It's weird, man. But I don't mind weird home run alleys and lanes. I don't mind. I like That's the interesting. Green, I like the So you just monster. care about the catwalk. When you turn like routine, routine, <clears throat> routine outs. Yeah. Into funky doubles because it hit something in the sky. Or a fielder loses it because you're playing on a white roof. That's tough. 
That's not like the quirkiness of baseball. That's the good thing. Is there? A, there's somebody who's got to be keeping track of this. Catwalk touches and possibly mm. like a roof ball. Catwalk analytics. There's got to be something. I bet you it's not as much as we think, but still it's too much. Whatever it is, it's too much. I mean, much. I can name like five just in like the last four years. What do you think in, on average it is? Ten? In just Yankee games? Yeah. Ten a year they get a catwalk ball? Curious. I admit conservatively just Yankee games there, which is you know, nine a year, whatever the number is. Uh, there's at least one every year. Are you looking up catwalk so, balls? Looks like they don't have it. I mean, Chat, let's like get on that maybe. Why, why would they? You know, I think that goes with you know Jimmy. Everyone wonders the Rays analytics. It sounds like they've got a name guy. I think they got a catwalk guy. Cat guy. They sit everyone down first day of spring training and they're like, "Here's the deal. Everyone's gonna come in here, look at that catwalk, and say, where are we playing? That's your advantage." <laughs> on three, one, two, three, and they're like, "You didn't say what to say," and he's already out of the room. That's Ray's baseball. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Enjoy everything. Who's winning tonight? Game one. Ah, uh, the Rays. Rays. Seems like one of those years for the Red Sox, doesn't it? Like it might not be the year, but it's sure starting out like it. Ooh. Sure starting out like one of those magic years for the Red Sox. Uh, we'll see. What does dirty water mean? Love that dirty water. What does that mean? Boston, you're my home. I think the water's just dirty. Why is that your hashtag? I don't understand it. And I know it's probably something really easy that I should know, but I don't. I think the harbor's just probably dirty. Okay. I mean. Standells. It's a song. But, I mean. Whatever. I'm going to go with uh, Red Sox tonight so I can jinx them. Dirty Water is basically talking about the Charles River here in Boston. Once was a time where swimming in the Charles was not allowed as it was literally considered dirty water and contaminated. Now they actually have it clean enough where they have a section you can swim in in a brewery here in Boston makes a beer with the water from the Charles. Also, the song Dirty Water by the Sandels that is played after every Wed Sox. Wed's. Oh, boy. God. Damn it. Oh, boy. If Devers Devers and Bogarts continue to go off, Red Sox win this series. Red Sox can only win in five. God, I might be a Red Sox fan now for the rest of the postseason. Let's go! Jake sucks. I like the way the Red Sox go about it better than the race, so I kind of want them to win. Red Sox. <laughs> I, dude, it's got one of the beginnings to a crazy year for the Red Sox. Austin Hogan went kayaking in the Charles. Bam. <laughs>